Hey, what's up? Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome back to But I'm an Emerging Artist. Today, I'm chatting to Annabelle and Eliza. Um, do you want to quickly introduce yourselves? Hi, guys. Hey. Um, and today, we're just going to do a bit of a chit-chat. Um, we're just going to see what happens. And yeah, where should we start? Um, do you want to chat a bit about what you guys do? Like in life? <laughs> yeah, like in life and um, with your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Um, so we both met at Afters. We both go to film school where we're both um, leaning towards script writing. So that's how we met each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we wanted to make a publication that readers our age and around our demographic would relate to because there wasn't a lot of um, fiction um, publications that we were really seeing around and that's what we enjoy reading. And so, yeah, we just wanted to start something like that and it's gone pretty well so far, which is exciting. Hmm. Did you, was it something that, um, what am I saying? Like how long ago did you um, start it? We pretty much were working on it a week before we started. So I'd say it's been going for three months or so now. Mm. And it was sort of like, I think we were just so excited and so bewildered by this idea that we got straight into it and within the first month had written all the stories for the first for the following month and got it all ready, designed everything. So it's still new, but it feels like we've put hours and hours into it. Just, yeah, yeah, I think because quarantine has, it feels like a whole lifetime mm. so far. Because we started during like one of the first few months of quarantine. So, yeah, it feels like ages, but when you look back on it, it was it's only been, like, a few months. Yeah. But, yeah, it feels like ages. Yeah. Was it, like, a um, like a conscious choice to make it, like, a digital platform, or was that just the more convenient option? I think we, we did think about websites and, obviously, looking at magazines, like, whether we could do something traditional, but... Instagram's something we use every day and all mm. our friends, all our target audience, they're all on Instagram. And once we sort of started thinking about it that way, it was kind of exciting to make work that's visual and that fits into a little box and you've only got nine slides. So we actually, once we got set on the Instagram idea, it was perfect. It kind of shaped the way that we um, created the magazine. Yeah, and when you look at traditional magazines, what they're really doing is very website-based or in-person prints. So to make something over Instagram was exciting for us to kind of drift away from that. But we haven't set up our... um, We're still working on our website. So I think when we have our website, maybe it'll be a bit different. But yeah, at the moment, it's pretty much all on Instagram. And I think that's reaching a lot of readers more than if we just had a website and links about it yeah yeah totally like instagram is so accessible so yeah um and you know you said that you're like trying to hit like a younger demographic so you know instagram is like primarily young people i would say yeah for Um, sure like our age group i think um we kind of missed out on the 
blogging kind of trend mm. when some there was definitely a big blogging trend when we were like 14 and it seemed yeah. like a lot of people in their 20s were really into blogging so I guess we missed out on that like website experience everything for us when we grew up was pretty much just Instagram so it just felt a bit strange to divert from there and so yeah we've just stayed on Instagram yeah um do you want to chat about the type of content you post yeah sure so we were reading sort of a lot of memoir autobiographical work from women like Joan Didion, Dolly Alderton, um, Eve Babbitts. Eve Babbitts. Yeah. And it was kind of just like so comforting to have these women who have lived similar experiences, but at the same time, they're kind of a bit mythological because they were so, they were talking about a different time to us and we definitely wanted to replicate that, but, sort of make it for our generation something that we would like to read and that we think people like us would benefit from reading Mm. so we kind of shaped our work around memoir sometimes it's more fictional but there's always something personal in it so yeah yeah it'll be based on personal experiences always but even we're trying not to limit ourselves with the type of content that we do post like if um, Eliza writes a poem and we really both like the poem and think it kind of suits um, our platform, we're like, may as well post the poem because it does kind yeah. of like blend into our experiences in a way, just even like the themes that it explores. So, yeah, I don't know. It's um, it's a mixture of everything really at the moment and I don't think we'll really limit ourselves to um, specific non-fiction stories I think we're just kind of experimenting at the moment to see what works for us and yeah maybe limit things in the future but for now I don't think so mm. so you two write all of the content yourselves yeah, yeah. at the moment yeah. <laughs> would you ever like um, invite others to write for you or I think we definitely would I think at the earliest stages, we're still trying to get a feel, I think, just for how we are as writers and where we want Mm. the magazine to go and, yeah, how it looks. I think once we have sort of feel more stable and more in control of the magazine and have a bit more direction and a bit more idea of our demographic too, then we could definitely start bringing people in who sort of fit in with our ethic and ethos as well and, yeah. I think that would be something we're open to. Yeah, at the moment we're working Mm. on a a series about um, Sydney artists. So we're trying to kind of cross over into like a multidisciplinary approach instead of just Mm. writing. So we're also like interested in maybe moving on to video because a lot of the magazines that we do love reading like ID and Nowness, they have a big presence in video. And obviously that's how we met, like through film school. So yeah. I think we are interested in kind of crossing over to that um, genre. But at the moment, yeah, we haven't, we're just like developing that at the moment, but no, no obvious um, date for that one to come out. So still just yeah. working on, yeah, writing. Do you think that, um, like, do you think the content that you're working on for the magazine has helped your screenwriting or script writing yeah for sure um 
when we started writing our short stories, when we were um, firstly planning to make the magazine, like the first month, we held each other accountable a lot to um, write. So I'd be like, okay, we're both writing a story tonight and we'll send it Mm. to each other and like give notes and then resend it, like the edited version. And after that, we like also got this opportunity to write a screenplay for a master's student at Afters. So then it was... It just kind of weirdly worked out that we um, it did crossover, but yeah, I think when you're in a space where you're holding yourself accountable and writing as much as you can, it kind of opens other doors and other forms of writing. So yeah, yeah. it definitely helps. I think it um, productivity-wise, it makes you write more. It's also like hard when um, Karina was starting. there was definitely like a month or two months where it was pretty much impossible to even think about like the future and what's what's coming in the future because the world was so uncertain and it still kind of is but um yeah I think we're more used to life at the moment in these conditions of like you can't really go outside that much um yeah the world's just not really normal again but we're kind of more used to it um, I reckon yeah. at like this first few months, it was pretty hard to write and like be productive. And everyone was like, I'm going to learn to speak Spanish and mm. <laughs> speak French. But really, you have to like focus on your mental health. But also, like, yeah, yeah writing is a form of mental health in some way. Mm. Do you think that um, this would have happened if coronavirus didn't have wait what that was really worded back <laughs> do you think that if coronavirus hadn't have happened would the magazine have been born or like was it something you thought about before corona or was it just like born out of um I know like lack of work at the time like yeah no that's really interesting I think it probably I feel like it was inevitable um maybe mm. it would have been a few years away but we just have, I mean, we both love writing and when you're at film school, you do lose narrative writing because with a script, you're writing so much action and dialogue. You get, you lose those, like, just the perfect little sentences that you can put in. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we were just talking about how we were reading similar books. And I know we were both writing on the side anyway, just never publishing it or sharing it. So I think it would have been inevitable, even if one day I saw Annabelle's notebook and had a little read yeah. and went, like, we need to publish this. Yeah, I feel like it always would have happened. Mm. Yeah. Because no, I know that, like, with um, coronavirus, so many people were just like, fuck it, I'm going to start a company. I'm going to do this that this like so many things born out of coronavirus which um is so awesome to like the people I don't know took a pandemic and were like I'm gonna start a theater company yeah yeah for sure so I think a a topic that we'd be interested in is I guess talking about vulnerability in writing and Mm. um being open on a public platform and um, just to say, like, to anyone listening, like, the second that we both published our first story, we, like, went into a depression. Like, we literally locked ourselves in our houses. It, yeah. When you think about it, yeah, it's really strange. We thought we'd be, like, jumping with joy and being, like, people are reading our stuff. But it was the most self-conscious I've ever felt. Yeah. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah. No, I get that. Like with um with acting, like that's always a thing. Like when we open the show, like before the show starts, I'm always like, what if this is so shit? Like what mm-hmm. if everyone is just like, this is the worst shit I've ever seen. But it's like I put in so much energy and time and, you know, like in acting, you put in like your experience and your, you know, like emotional. Yeah, it's really personal. Space, all the things that you hold for acting and then you know, to put it out, it's, like, it's so scary. Yeah. Um, and I can only, and even with writing, like, I, at the start of the year, started writing a bit. Um, and, yeah, it was so weird. Like, I'd send it and be like, hey, can you, like, give feedback? And then I would be so nervous because now it wasn't, like, me just acting or whatever, like, not a skill. It was, like, I literally wrote down my own, like, story, my own experience and then we're asking people to, like, give me feedback. And I was like, what if they fucking hate it? Yeah, it's, like, like it's very scary, very scary. Yeah. I think even that one of the interesting things that I've learned through Axiomatic as well is that, like, I could write a story about how I'm feeling and then put it out and two days later completely disagree with the story. And, like, mm-hmm. I've moved on. That's not me. And, oh, God, it's out there. You know, a future boyfriend might read it. Anyone could read this and a future employee could read it. That's not me. But I feel like it just makes you comfortable with like the fact that you change as a person and writing and having little memories of who you were in that moment is so special and cherishable Mm. and confronting as well. Yeah. And I think also even the platform of Instagram, a lot of people use their their own personal Instagrams as like a public photo album just to like store their memories. And I guess axiomatic for us is literally that, but just as a journal. Yeah. It's like a like a public mm. um public journal. Yeah, public display public of our like thoughts and feelings and experiences. And I feel like in a few years time we'll scroll through it and be like, Oh, that's so embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting. Mm. Do you have a reason for the name? Like was there a certain um like meaning behind it or was it just to just be it. I think we were having a conversation or something and I think the we just said the word axiomatic and then Annabelle was like oh that's a pretty cool word should that be the word because at that point in time we were looking for names and mm. axiomatic means like self-evident etc which I think is what we want our writing to be like we want it to be self-evident and so, yeah, and I guess it's, like, it's a cool little English pun play on words to call a magazine a literary term. Um, but mm. it's also a really cool word, axiomatic. Like, so. yeah, it just, um, we were just, like, having a conversation and it was one of the words Eliza said and we were like, oh, that's nice because for a few days before that we were just, like, trying to brainstorm and then we just, like, gave up. We're like, we can't think of anything good enough. <laughs> We're thinking of like dumb things, yeah. just like blue flower or something, <laughs> <laughs> like just pathetic names. And then, yeah, no, I think um, it like came to us just randomly. And yeah. then we decided it was it was for us. Yeah. Mm. Do you have a plan for the future or are you just taking it day by day? Every month or like, so we do 12 posts per series. And even though Mm. sort of the writing stays the same, we change up the style. So at the moment, we're kind of going on a 12 um, post basis. So no like 
extreme plan for the future but obviously yeah we do want to start doing more visual media um some more videos and yeah like series wise we have a few ideas in the making so we just kind of um do the do the 12 posts and then we have like a week which is planning the next one but while we're doing this series we're also thinking about the next series and then other (laughs) series we could do um yeah I think we have a long-term goal of doing something in a physical form which is a bit hard at the moment in corona because Mm. like it might not be that accessible but um yeah I think with a physical form of um, the magazine, we wouldn't want to do anything traditional. Maybe, yeah. Like a art book, coffee table book. Just trying to, like, make it more visual and also not so disposable. Like yeah, not, something you have forever. Not temporary because I think a big thing about magazines is that they're easily, um, like, impenetrable and, like, they can be ripped and torn and burnt. Mm. And I think we like the idea of something like standing the test of time yeah so it would wouldn't be in yeah a traditional magazine kind of form but maybe a book who knows <laughs> mm. yeah do you want to shout out your instagram yes follow us at axiomatic magazine on instagram that's the yeah <laughs> yeah i'll put it in the description of this episode perfect amazing thanks for coming on yeah thanks for having us it's been fun um and yeah um i'm gonna keep up to date because i've read your content i love it it's amazing oh thank you so much um and yeah thank you everyone for listening um stay safe wear your masks all the things Stay away from people. (laughs) 1.5 meters. There we go. Social distance, everyone. (laughs)